Welcome back, soccer stars, to the next installment of Don't Ask Me, a mini companion series to Love Happens, the podcast where we take a deep dive into the Bantam Love Story series and all the 90s nostalgia that comes with it. I'm Abby. And I'm Kramer. <laughs> and on the weeks we're not discussing a full book, we're bringing you some bonus content where we focus our attention on the very back of the book in the advice column. I shouldn't have done that voice. My throat now hurts. <laughs> In this column, professionals Jenny and Jake answer reader questions by giving them ridiculously bad advice, and we're here to set the record straight and make sure no one else falls victim to this absurd advice ever again. So sit back and listen to the real experts, us, give you the advice you've always been looking for. I think we'll start off this week with a question that you're going to correct. Abby, does that sound good? Okay. That works. I'm ready. All right. So... This person is asking Jake a very difficult question. And her question is, My boyfriend is very popular, especially with members of the opposite sex. I don't mind that he's friends with other girls, but I do hate that he feels he has to talk about them all the time. Every sentence begins with, Oh, Debbie this, or me another that. Am I being too jealous? That's from JK, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. That's from Jackie Khan. and jake says yes i believe that little jealousy monster has bitten you relax there's nothing wrong with your boyfriend having girls as friends as long as they stay just friends you could mention how much it upsets you when he brings up other girls maybe even ask him to include you when he goes out with his friends you all hang out together you'll no doubt see that these girls don't have ulterior motives and you get to spend some more time with your guy Okay. I have issues with this and I can't wait for you to correct. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Yeah. I think that um, actions speak louder than words here. Mm -hmm. I don't think you're being too jealous at all, Jackie (laughs) Khan. All other girls in this world exist solely to steal your boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And he needs to know you are not here for it. I would recommend a shock collar, like the kind bad pet owners use on dogs to get them to stop barking. Whenever he mentions a girl's name, he gets a little shock. Today I was talking to Debbie. (laughs) He'll stop talking about them in no time, and chances are he'll eventually feel nervous even being around them. We could go a step further and connect the collar to his brain with some kind of like implant or chip. Any woman he thinks of will give him a shock. Because while he might stop talking about them, if he's being unfaithful in his mind, that's just as bad. If he thinks about a girl, or even thinks, check out the titties on that hottie, he'll get a shock that'll leave him wishing he was a Buddhist monk. And I know what you're thinking. What about other females, like his mom? Not a problem, Mm -hmm. right? Well, really, he shouldn't be thinking of her either. You're his mom now. And if she thinks you're going to take her little boy away from her, she's right. You're the only woman he needs in his life. And if he doesn't agree, he deserves more than a collar. Give him the electric chair. Lastly, I don't want to discount what could happen if he thinks about an attractive guy either. If his brain flashes even briefly on Brad's biceps or how Jim gives the best bear hugs, zap, he's done so. Wow. What do you um, think? <laughs> um, I'm, you've rendered me speechless. <laughs> I think that's a good thing. <laughs> I would love to know, to 
be a fly on the wall in this initial conversation where she gets him to wear the shock collar to begin with. It's got to have a lock because once he puts it on and realizes what's going on, he's never going to want to keep that on. So how does how is she going to approach him with it in a way that is not going to make him think that it's the worst thing that's ever going to happen? I think that it can just be an open, honest conversation where she says, oh. baby, I really love you. And I know you love me, too, and you would never cheat on me. But sometimes I just get a little scared because you're so popular, you know? And he'll be like, baby, no, you're the only one for me. And she'll say, but if you really mean that, maybe you can just take a little precaution to to prove to me that that you would never think of anyone else except me in your whole life. <laughs> And he'd be Not like, of course, your baby, own I would do anything for you. And you'd be like, okay, um, speaking of which, I bought you this really cute spiked collar since you are really into the punk look. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll put it on and you'd be like, this is just going to really help you keep your thoughts on our love. And then he can't get it off and he realizes <laughs> that he's never talking to Debbie again. <laughs> And realizing that, he gets zapped immediately. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like he's just going to be in, like, a constant state of electrocution. And at some point, he's going to get really sick of that. And so he's just going to never leave the house. The problem with that is that he's going to see his mom and he's going to think, oh, I love my mom. And then there it goes again. Or, oh, I really want to buy my sister a birthday present. Nope. (laughs) So... I feel like this is just going to become like a kidnapping situation where he ends up (laughs) living in her basement because he can't be around anybody else at all. (laughs) Well, I don't really see a problem with that. Like, Okay, well, I guess we solved it then. (laughs) (laughs) The point point is for him to focus on you and to, you know. (laughs) If that happens to be in your basement, then so be it. I just think this is the best way to strengthen their relationship. So if it if he has to be chained to the bed, so be it. <laughs> Some guys like that. Yeah, it could be a kink. You never know. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. All right. How about a question for you? Yeah, let's move on quickly. <laughs> okay. Your question answered by Jake. My boyfriend just broke up with me and I'm devastated. A bunch of other guys have asked me out, but I just can't deal with dating anyone else right now. If I keep turning these guys down, will they ever ask me out again? No, they won't. (laughs) (laughs) And that is from MG, uh, which stands for um, Myrtle Green Place (laughs) from Pleasantville, New York. And what does Jake have to say to that? Nothing useful. It's normal to need some space after a bad breakup. Use this time to grieve and nurse your bruised emotions back to health. Then once you're feeling like your old self again, you'll welcome these advances. Just be sure to let these guys know you're going through the post-breakup blues and you need to take it slow. But reassure them that you'll be ready in no time at all. I thought the point was that she was not ready in no time at all, but whatever, Jake. Yeah, Jake, you're sending mixed messages and also terrible messages. 
Yeah, he's very confusing. Can you set this straight? This guy does not know what he's doing. And there's a reason that he's writing advice columns in the back of love stories. But this is what she should do in instead. Because if these guys know anything about the Me Too movement, it's that once a girl says no, that's it. Don't pester her again. Leave her alone. Move along, buddy. She's not interested. Yeah. So if you're expecting to keep these guys on the hook while you get over your broken heart, you'll only end up with a guy who doesn't respect you and just sat around like a drooling dog waiting for his milk bone until you said, come, come here, boy. That's a good boy. Pat him on the head on the way to Chili's. No, if these guys are worth it, they aren't going to be waiting around and neither should you. Listen, it's okay to cry on a first date. Guys love when you compare them to your ex and talk about all the things you miss about them. Okay. It gives them a nice mental list of things to change in order to make you like them more. True. So my advice, date them. Date them all. That way you don't feel like you're committing, but if you're expecting to keep them on the hook, then at least get something out of it. If you're going to be crying all alone on the sofa eating Ben and Jerry's, why not cry next to some cutie rubbing your knee at a movie theater and chomping down on the Toll House Sammy that he paid for? Then when you're finally ready to be with someone else, you'll already have test driven all the guys who are ready to fill that dirt-sized empty hole in your You know, as someone who tends to jump from breakups directly into dating, and um, I don't, I think that this is the perfect plan because how is a guy going to know what you like and don't like if you don't have fresh in your mind what the shortcomings of your ex-boyfriend were? Exactly. Or the wonderful things that he did, mm -hmm. which you should tell him about in detail. I think that makes sense. Yeah. So um, the only thing I'm concerned about is do you think that he'll think that you're crying because of him and not because of the ex? Or will you go into enough detail to make it clear? Yeah, no, you're literally only going to be talking about your ex the whole time. So okay, okay. there's no chance he's going to think anything ever has anything to do with him. He might as well <laughs> not even be there. Okay, good. Okay, good. You know, but, I think that guys kind of like that. So I, yeah. I think that could work out fine. And it's the only way, I mean... If I can't tell him exactly why me and my perfect boyfriend broke up and why I'm so devastated about it, how will I ever expect him to be exactly the same as my ex? Because that's what I need, right? Yeah. I need a duplicate. And, and if he can see the disaster that you'd be plunged into if he ever broke up with you, then I think that'll really set you up for a long relationship yeah. because he would never want to do that to you if exactly. he's even halfway decent. Exactly. Okay, well, I have no problems with this. I just wanted to iron out some kinks, but I think it's it makes total sense. I think so, too. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> Great job. I'm glad that we helped Fanny or whatever her name was. Myrtle. <laughs> Myrtle. <laughs> Myrtle. Myrtle Greenplace. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now we're moving on to a couple of questions that were submitted to Jenny, who gave them some terrible advice. So we're going to fix it. Don't worry. Question number one. One of my best girlfriends tried to set me up with one of her guy friends. When he called me, we talked for hours, and we really seemed to make a connection. Or at least I thought so. It's been over a week since then, and he hasn't called again. What can I do? How can I get to know him better if he's not calling? That's from FC. Nashville, Tennessee, which stands for Floral Cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> That's a totally normal name. <laughs> it is. Jenny says, well, Floral, if you're feeling brave, you could call him. 
But remember, this will send a neon message that you're interested. A more indirect approach is to do a little spy work. Ask your friend to casually slip your name in every so often and see how he reacts. If he takes the hint and is interested, he'll give you a call. If not, you'll have to just file him in your men who can understand them drawer and move on to the next guy. Do you have one no. of those drawers, Abby? Seems like a uh, waste of a space. Uh, no, I get everything that I want, so, <laughs> and I understand men perfectly. Yeah. So. Because <laughs> we don't I've listen got, to Jenny's advice. Yeah, screw you, Jenny. <laughs> so, <laughs> look, my problem with this society today is that we let the men have all the power. And I just don't think that's necessary. So I just want to point out, the phone is not your only method of communication, Florocardian. <laughs> <laughs> you could head on over to his house and knock on the door. It's not that hard. What? If he's not home or he makes an excuse not to talk to you like he tells his mom to tell you he has the capital D or something, try climbing the trellis by his window and see what he's up to. If he really isn't home, you can always hang outside of his house for a while, maybe in a bush, wait for him to come home. Maybe climb into his window and leave him a romantic little note with your red lipstick on his mirror. <laughs> Worst case, tie a note to a pigeon and send it on over. Get creative. It's so romantic. Make sure he knows you're interested. He'll be impressed you made the effort. And I think he'll realize he owes you a little effort in return. Or he might call the cops, but love is full of surprises. Okay. Um, really, my only issue is with the pigeon that you want oh. to... Oh, that's the problem? Yeah. I'm just wondering if you want it to be alive and fly into his window or if she's putting it on a pigeon body <laughs> and hurling it into the window. I mean, either one could work. I guess it depends on what kind of pigeon you can find. If you have the skills to obtain a live pigeon, that's great. But, but you if know will find... fly directly into his window. <laughs> you got to train it, too. Exactly. <laughs> But if you don't have a weird uncle who has, like, carrier pigeons, <laughs> you could just go to a park, find a dead one, make use of it. They're all over the place. <laughs> yeah. So work with what you got. I'm not going to judge, you know, which which one you go for. Okay. All right. So she's going to his house, climbing up the trellis that he'll definitely have in by his window. Yep. yep. Throwing a dead pigeon. <laughs> Hopefully his window's open. She's going to throw it right in with a beautiful poem or something she wrote in lipstick. But then what if she looks down and his guard dog, like a Rottweiler or something, is down at the bottom waiting for her? What does she do? Um, she brought a steak with her. So She brought a what? She knew, she knew that he had a dog, so she brought a raw steak. <laughs> A snake. So she just pulls the raw steak out of her pocket and throws it across the yard. The dog goes for it. She can climb on down and make a run for it. But now the dog knows that she carries a bunch of snakes around. He loves snakes, especially <laughs> garter snakes. Now he's going to chase after her. Now this guy's going to come home to a dead pigeon in his room and think that his dog also got kidnapped by you. Well, maybe if he wants to find his dog again, then he'll call me. So now you're holding the dog ransom <laughs> by promising just... him lots of snakes? 
No, I mean, I'm not saying anything. Okay, I don't know why I'm changing the tense here to me. <laughs> Abby. Plural. We're talking about plural. <laughs> okay. Abby, what's your real name? Okay. <laughs> so. Cardi, is that All you? that's going to happen, all that's going to happen is that he calls Floral Cardigan up and he says, Hey, have you seen my dog? He's missing. I'm a little worried. And she'll be like, "Oh my god, yeah, you ran right over to my house. Just come on over and and you'll and I can uh, I can get it back to you. You know, don't worry about it." Um, but while we're on the phone, let's talk for 3 hours. And so then you've got him on the phone. He called you back and you got to have a conversation. Okay, so all you have to do is kidnap his dog. I feel like your original advice didn't include that. I'm just saying, if if the dog situation were to happen, that's how she could make it work to her advantage. Okay, so we're just covering the extra bases. Yeah, so it, it's a pro rather than a con if that ends up happening. Okay, you can so just make it work. To be extra prepared, she must have a satchel that includes lipstick, pre-written poems, dead pigeons... <laughs> and a bunch of different garden snakes. Yes. Of varying but sizes. But also bear in mind that um, Floral Cardigan asked for advice in the 90s. And chances are she's got a pair of cargo pants somewhere. So she should have enough pockets to put all of that in. That's true. Although that's going to weigh her down. How can she go up a trellis with unevenly packed po- cargo pockets? Um, she just packs them evenly. It's not that hard. <laughs> if so if once she has her two pigeons, then she's gonna have a backup pigeon. Well, that's. I mean, I think that's a good idea. The way you should always have a backup <laughs> dead pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> that's the real advice this episode. Exactly. <laughs> always have a backup dead pigeon. <laughs> it applies pants. to anything. Yeah, I mean, it goes way beyond this question. Yeah. <laughs> Any other concerns? <laughs> nope. <laughs> all right, perfect. Problem solved. You're welcome, Floral. Oh, you cleared it all up. <laughs> and if you take my advice and it works, send pics. <laughs> oh, don't do I wanna that. S- I want to see how That's going to be evidence. All right, here's a question for Jenny, and she's going to give terrible advice that hopefully you can fix. I've been dating Eric since the end of the school year, and I have a really great time when we're together. But now that school has started again and Eric is away at college, I've been spending my time with Brian, who's still in high school, like me. The problem is, I'm beginning to like Brian as more than just a friend. I still care for Eric, and I don't want to hurt him, but I'm thinking about dating Brian more and more. Help! Yikes. <laughs> that was in cap, so I felt like I needed to yell it. Um, and that is from Shirley Temple, ST, in Palo Alto, California. <laughs> that adds up. Yep. <laughs> All right, Jenny says, Ooh, what a sticky situation. Ugh. Well, I've got some bad, <laughs> some bad news for you. <laughs> You're going to have to choose one of these guys. Somehow or other, Eric is going to find out what's going on. So make your decision soon. Be honest with yourself and let the other guy know your feelings. He may be hurt at first, but I'm sure he'd rather know the truth than find out from the grapevine. Good luck. I think Jake and Jenny are married because <laughs> they're the only ones who are as dull as each other. And <laughs> useless. 
They're like that couple on Parks and Rec <laughs> that hate everything. <laughs> well, luckily we're here, Shirley Temple, to give you some better advice. So, Jenny says to make a decision soon, as if leaving both of these guys on the hook is no big deal. It totally is a big deal. You don't have a whole lot of time to waste if you're going to figure out which one of these guys is right for you. So let's get going with my plan right away so you can make your choice. Here's what I propose. You like them both, so you have to figure out logically who's a better fit. So, it's time to fake your own death. Oh. Right? You'll need a three-day weekend where you can thoroughly avoid everyone at, like, an abandoned cabin or a campground that nobody likes. Make sure you don't post on any social media or let yourself be seen in public. If you absolutely have to go somewhere, wear a pair of sunglasses with the attached mustache, like we advised to another person last time. After three full days of no sightings of you, your BF and side piece will no doubt be worried sick. This is when you'll make your move. Take your prize canoe and a sledgehammer. Find a rocky beach and go to town on that thing. Debris everywhere. Leave a couple ripped articles of clothing and part of your wallet soaked and torn a little bit farther down the beach. After some beachgoers find the rubble later that day, the police will realize you must have kicked the bucket and floated away conveniently. And your family will have a funeral post-haste. Don't worry. (laughs) They'll use a scarecrow painted with your face on it for the open casket. (laughs) Secretly hide in the church rafters and see who shows up looking the saddest. Sure, new guy Brian's shirt looks super wrinkled like he couldn't find the will to get out the iron. But maybe he's just lazy? Check the eyes. College boy Eric's eyes look way redder. And he isn't even hiding the tissue sticking out of his shirt pocket. He looks exhausted. The clincher is that college boy arrives clutching a photo of you in his hand that looks worn and tattered from his tears of mourning. He stops to hug your mom and they both choke back sobs as he shows her the photo. Then you'll know for sure. And you can jump out and say, gotcha, I'm alive, bitches. (laughs) And you and new guy Brian can ride off into the night together on horseback, runaway bride style. Because if college boy is that much of a sissy, it's good you found out now. Leave him in the (laughs) dust for a real man. (laughs) Yeah, well, I was actually going to say, you you had me in the first half there, not going to lie. But I I definitely thought you were going to choose Eric because he was the sadder one. And I was thinking maybe Brian isn't like really upset and defeated because he doesn't think it was an accident. He thinks foul play was involved, and he's currently um, busy scanning the crowd because he knows that murderers often like to come to their victims' funerals. So I think that he is probably the really dedicated one because he's investigating your murder. So I think that it's a good. I think that it's a good choice to go with Brian. Um, The only problem is that since he seems to be into true crime, he might be suspicious of your sanity once he finds out that you faked your own death in order to choose a guy. <laughs> he might start a podcast about it. <laughs> okay, well then he gets famous from a podcast about you and then at the end of the podcast he reveals that you guys are getting married and he proposes live on his podcast. That's true. All the viewers will think it's really romantic and he won't have any doubts. So that yeah. should be fine. Um, it's a little bit of a bummer that Shirley Temple's canoe is going to be destroyed. Well. Also, it sounds like the police <laughs> have her driver's license in custody now. And it's like evidence. No, no. It was just part of her wallet. She had like her Blockbuster oh. video card was in there. And you can get those replaced <laughs> for like $10. And that's she won't need it for much her. longer anyways. <laughs> 
<laughs> she was identified by her blockbuster card. Okay, yes. all right. <laughs> <laughs> and her subway rewards. <laughs> now, as far as Eric goes, what about the years of therapy he's going to need to recover from this? Do <laughs> Eric? Or, or she just doesn't care because Who cares? she's not dating him anyway. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. His new and, girlfriend can deal with that. <laughs> that's true. He needs someone to fix him, so. <laughs> yeah, clearly he <laughs> had issues surely. already. If he's this upset just because his girlfriend had a tragic death. <laughs> um. So we've got Brian sorted out. What about the rest of her family? Are they going to be kind of mad that she staged this whole thing uh, no. just over a guy? Are they going to be like, no, God damn it, Shirley, you done it again. <laughs> again? <laughs> How many We've canoes do we have this? to get you? <laughs> yeah. Not buying you any more canoes. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're just going to be so happy and relieved that she didn't actually die in her canoe. That they're not even going to care to hear the rest of the story. Okay. In fact, they might even think that Eric was behind the whole thing. That's true. That'll just run him out of town. Yeah, and then she'll it really be like, won't be a problem. Eric made me do it. He was going to put me in a bunker and I escaped. <laughs> That's and who why are they going to believe? So dramatic about everything. The random, the random dramatic guy at the funeral or the daughter you thought was dead? Who are you going to believe? Yeah. I, yeah I who think. would you believe? Who would you believe? <laughs> Um, yeah, so I I think that we've we've gone over my concerns. I'm I'm not too cons- I'm not too worried about this. I think it's good. It's great. Bye, yeah. college guy. <laughs> too much. I'm I'm always in support of using logic to make tough decisions, and I think that hard data and facts are the most valuable <laughs> tool that that we have here. So <laughs> I certainly have used them. Oh, and don't forget to leave a dead pigeon with your canoe as well. <laughs> Because if there was any doubt, they'll be like, oh, well, I, I'm not so sure. Did Was there a pigeon there? Yes, ma'am. He was dead. <gasps> oh, no. It's her for sure. <laughs> she would never leave her backup dead pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> she can't have uneven cargo pants. <laughs> oh, Shirley, what have you done? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I, for one, feel really good about the people we've helped this time. I think we really made a difference in the world. And we fixed the mistakes that Jake and Jenny were about to make. Yeah. Well, I mean, they already made the mistakes. I just hope we got to these people in time. By the way, all these question and answers came out of book number one. How did these people even know to submit questions to Jenny and Jake if there wasn't even a book number, like a book that they read to tell them to do that? The ones in the first book have to be fake, right? Have to be. The responses have to be fake for sure because they're just ludicrous. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) They're not written by people who are qualified in any way. (laughs) And come on, Shirley Temple. That's not a real name. (laughs) Floral Cardigan. No, that one's believable. (laughs) Okay, that's true. (laughs) Myrtle. <laughs> yeah, no. I no. they have to have just made some up for the first edition. They had to. Yeah, Alright. I'm glad that we were there in time. Alright, we better get going and help okay. get ready to save some more people next That's time. That's true. Alright. That's all for this week's episode of Don't Ask Me. Come back next week for another full-length episode of Love Happens where we'll have another great book review coming at ya. You can also subscribe to us on any of your favorite podcast apps, plus like us on Facebook to keep up with the new episodes, and tell us what you thought of our new mini-episodes. 
and this definitely superior and commendable advice. Advice.